Welcome to uh, another episode of Fishing Without Bait, where we attempt to assist people in living a life without definitive expectations. And as usual, I'm here with my uh, good friend, uh, producer, co-host, uh, Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike, are we on time today? Tell me, well, what time is it? Right. Well, we're always on time because it's always right now. It's always right now. And I ask you, can I continue to you ask you that for what reason? As a reminder, so it becomes part of my mindset. Absolutely. So perhaps, and again, people in the audience, people who listen, uh, may wonder why we repeat these some things over and over and over again. So when you were a child, uh, Mike, uh, how did your parents help you learn how to spell? Repetition, or uh, any of that, uh, uh, vocabulary, anything like that. It was repetition, trying the words, writing the words over and over again. So the first time that you were able to spell baseball, uh, did they keep going over it with you? Did it keep asking you? Right. Baseball. Spell it again. Absolutely. So when you were learning how to, let's say, multiply right, or add. Now, when I was a little younger, they used flashcards. I'm not sure. What, how, did you, how did you do it? Oh, we had flashcards as well. Yeah. We, no, we weren't that technically advanced yet. <laughs> we had like that one computer with the green screen, you know. <laughs> so we were definitely in that zone. So when, when you're out there and a child, when they think of three plus three, I'm not too sure what they conceptualize three dots, three dots, and then there's six dots in their head and they visualize that. Right. Uh, no. What, what, when, when a child hears three plus three, what do they visualize? The number? The number three. Number, number six. six. Yeah. Number six, right, of course. Perhaps we should get you another another set of flashcards. Uh, <laughs> I need a new abacus, apparently. <laughs> Great. So uh, let's imagine this, Mike. If I told you that I didn't have socks on, if I told you that I did not have socks on, would you have to come over and check before you believe me? That depends on the smell. <laughs> Would you have to check? Would you? Would you? Would you believe me? If I, told um, you that? I would believe you. Yes, and the reason for that would be because I consider you a trustworthy individual. <laughs> okay, and I have a relationship with you. And so have uh, have I have I lied to you in the past? Have I been untruthful with you in the past? No. And so, what reason would you think for me to believe that I would be telling you an untruth? That prior experience. Absolutely. So prior experience tells you that I'm a person who tells the truth. That's my personality. That's that's what you know about me. Okay. So what we're talking about is a mindful life. And what the heck does truth have to do with being in a living a mindful life? What is that? So uh, if you read philosophy, and there has been untold, probably greater than the number of stars there are in the universe than words there are have written the philosophers have written philosophy basically boils down into two pursuits what is truth and how to be happy most of them okay so mike let me ask you this is it important that you be told the truth yes for what reason so that i have all the information and accurate information to make decisions how does it feel when someone does not tell you the truth? Uh, you feel betrayed. Absolutely. You feel betrayed. You feel that they they don't they, they they play such little value in you that there's no need to tell you the truth. You feel disrespected. Mm-hmm. So tell me about some times that you were afraid to tell the truth, Mike. If you can come up with anything. Uh, when I had bad news. When you had bad news. Right. Or if you had something that would uh, hurt somebody's feelings. Absolutely. For sure. Sure. So what's that all based in? 
that all it's all based in fear, is it not? Right. All based in fear. So sometimes it's fear of being labeled as weird or stupid by saying something or offending someone, as you just said, or perhaps not being with, with the crowd that you're with, with the crowd that you're with. So you've, uh, you've heard the term mob mentality. Right. Have you not? So generally when one person gets it going, the other per- people get caught up in that wave and no one wants to disagree. No one wants to disagree. So when we talk about some of the masks that we wear, we often talk about that. When people get up in the morning and they get up and they put this face on for the world that perhaps isn't their truthful face. Uh, let's see. Let, let me ask you this, Mike. Have you ever been involved with or around or worked with or a friend that was, let's say, physically beautiful? The world would view them as physically beautiful. Uh, yeah. And maybe the these person were all dressed in the, the most current clothes, latest styles, all clean and nice. They're all and and you look at them and I say, oh my goodness, this person's beautiful. So have you ever seen that person without without let's say their makeup on, without dressed in let's say shabby clothes? Uh, some of them, yeah. Some of them, no. Isn't and then sometimes uh, sometimes when you see that person, your opinion changes a little bit. Yeah, Your opinion like, changes a bit. Kind of um, um, unconsciously, yes. For sure. And when you see that person without their makeup, without all these fancy clothes, without the, all the uh, compliments, uh, you kind of think, what's going on here? So what's, tr- what, what's true? What's true? Is it this person that I see here? Is it this person that I see today? Working in some of the stuff I do, you know, some people that are performers – and I've realized that I've always seen them with the full makeup on. And sometimes I'll see them before the shows and, and not realize to the point where I don't realize it's the same person. Indeed. So then what, what is the truth? Mm-hmm. We, we don't know. So what the truth is, Mike, is when someone speaks from their heart. When someone speaks from their heart. So here's a suggestion for everyone out there. And this is just a little bit of a... Uh, a little bit of a practical tip is that when you start to talk to somebody, let's say you want to tell something that you're hesitant to tell or maybe fear about it. One of the things I would suggest is put your hand over your heart, put your hand over your heart and then speak. And that gives you a direct connection to your heart and lets you think, am I speaking from my heart? Am I speaking from my heart? So what did uh, what did Native Americans often say about people who uh, people who who spoke uh, with with what type of a tongue when they lied with a forked tongue with a forked tongue what type of an animal has a forked tongue a snake a snake and what is a generally the snake associated with in religion with mythology usually with evil with evil right and with evil comes associated to darkness, is there not? So would lying be associated with evil? Right. Absolutely. So uh, in some parts of the world uh, where, the, where there's a Satan, where there's a, there's a darkness, uh, this individual is also known as the father of lies, the deceiver. That's some of the names that is given to the darkness, given to the devil, Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want, want to put this person. So I'm not trying to make any connection, but when we this is the type of, this is the type of connection that lies have with 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 evil. So 
so what we want to do is we want to we want to remove fear from our lives, do we not? We want to remove fear. We want to remove anxiety. Uh, we want to remove pain from our lives. So quite often, what happens is is when people say, when, let's say a good nutritionist or a good therapist or a good doctor, uh, a good friend. Uh, let's say let's say you come to me and I'm I'm a nutritionist. You come to me and the first thing I say is, okay, Mike, give me a list of everything that you eat. And you be honest with me, and you tell me everything that you eat. So what I automatically do is start checking things off. Okay, you can't have this, 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 you can't have this. Uh, is that going to work very well? No, it takes something away from you. There's a void that leaves behind. And yes. then you have to fill it with something. Yes. So a good therapist, a good nutritionist, a good doctor, a good friend will not ask you to give those things up. However, what they will begin to do is add positives into your life. So when your heart is filled with darkness, when it's full of fear, uh, so what do we do? We, we begin by adding truth. We begin by adding good things into, their, into, into your life. And soon there won't, be any, there won't be any room for those unhealthy things, Mike. So if we, if we begin, to replace, begin to replace those things, there won't even be a need for a void, will there? No. As we, as we bring the truth in, and quite often, as I've said, telling the truth can be extremely difficult. As at times we get into a pattern of behavior where we lie to make conversation. Have you ever lied when it was unnecessary, Mike? Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. let's, say, uh, let's say your wife, let's say when she would call you and she would say, uh, Mike, what, when will you be home? And all she wants to know is when? Half an hour? An hour? Two weeks? Two months, never. She just wants to know. Okay, so if you're and if you're an hour away, sometimes what do we say? Twenty minutes. Or have you ever been called and someone said, "When will you be here?" And you say, "I'm on my way," and you haven't even gotten out of bed. That happens, does it not? So is that is that being truthful? No, absolutely not. So is there much of a difference between a white lie and a lie? Not really. We just look at a white lie and say, well, that's, that's a lie that helps us. So that did not hurt, did it? Right. Well, no, that didn't hurt. That was just a, just a little white lie to cover things up. So remember, Mike, we're like, we're like the surface of a mirror, okay, to those which wish we interact. Uh, remember, our behaviors, thoughts, and our speech, everyone's a mirror. Our behavior, thoughts, and our speech are reflected right back at us. Are reflected right back at us. So that's a consideration. And here's where the mindfulness comes in, Mike. The mindfulness is where we, where we step back and we be mindful of what we say, as it could be in the future reflected back at us. When we talk about the truth, uh, quite often what we don't discuss along with the truth is, uh, is the value of silence. So how easy it is to it is engage in, uh, in, the, in the gossip into scandal at the water cooler at work. Did you know about so-and-so? And all these things that, that, that get caught up in the world. Okay? A lot of noise, isn't it? Have you ever been at the uh, checkout counter at anywhere and there's a, they, what they call these uh, gossip rags, uh, these, these things that uh, they, they come up in these headlines and pictures and things that are obviously outrageously false. People buy them. They have great circulation. Could you could you give me an answer for that, Mike? 
I think that it activates a part of your brain that makes you feel better. Absolutely. So what we want to do with, with all this is we're, we, we don't care whether it's true or not, do we? Well, we, what we participate in is voyeurism into, into, into the world. So how do, we, how do we begin to tell the truth? How do, that's a little tough. A little bit at a time. A little, a little, you know, we talked about white lies. How about a little white truth mm-hmm. here and there? So could you wish you told the truth? Could you hope to tell the truth? Could you wait for someday to tell you the truth? What it takes, and again and again, what we talk about here, we talk about action and effort. We talk about action and effort. So what the Buddha says, Mike, is there are only two mistakes one can make on the road to truth. Not going all the way and not starting. Pretty, uh, pretty simple stuff, isn't it? So what we're going to do is we're going to leave you today, and I'm going to uh, give you some suggestions by a woman by the name of Natalie Edwards. And at the end of the podcast, you can uh, we'll give you the link to view it. She's a very excellent writer. I enjoy her very much. Uh, she thinks about what the, this is where the mindfulness comes in before she before she says anything to anybody before she speaks. Is what I'm about to reply with true? Is what I'm about to reply with true? How often do you think about this, Mike? Is what I'm going is what I'm going to say necessary? Is what I'm going to say necessary? Sometimes people get so uncomfortable with silence, do they not? And we feel that we need to fill it with words or music or sights or sounds or images. We feel like we need to fill the noise void, but we're not worrying about the internal void. Absolutely. That, that's, that's for sure. So be mindful about, is what I'm going to say helpful? Is what I'm going to say helpful? And last and most importantly, is it the truth? Is it the truth? If you like this podcast, if you found anything particularly uh, meaningful, we invite, we invite, uh, Mike and I invite uh Comments, criticisms, anything you'd like to say, everything that uh, you would care to talk to about is is very helpful to us. Uh, And we hope that we always tell the truth. We hope there are these are matters that we are going to continue to explore along our path in the present. Until next time, Mike. Once again, my friend, I shall see you soon. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. Fishing Without Bait is a production of Namaste Holistic Counseling, PC.